0: Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show, Guys Guys Radio, the place where when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. We look at things through the Guys Guys filter, but it's all about better men, better world, and everybody winning. So here we are. It's uh, Wednesday, June 14th, 2017. We've got a great show tonight. We've got a special guest, a new guest, Samantha Hall. The Sensible Psychic is going to visit with us, and I've been... Uh, studying her website and reading about her and communicating with her peeps uh, for the past week or so. And I'm really excited about having her come on the show. So I'm going to bring her on in a few minutes. Uh, Let's quickly just get into what's going on in the world. And then we'll uh, bring on Samantha and we will take your calls. You can call us at 347-945-5834. 347-945-5834. I know how it is. A lot of people Most people listen to podcasts after the fact, but in case you're listening live and you want a free mini reading, give us a call and Samantha will help you out as best as she can. Uh, Let's talk about what's been going on. Uh, First of all, in uh, the NBA, we've got a new champion, the Golden State Warriors beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. Your guys' prediction was seven games for the, the Golden State, but they won it in five. You know, it's really interesting now with the NBA where they're complaining that's like there's only two good teams, and really two super teams. And uh, now the questions are about, well, what will Cleveland do now that Golden State lost last year to Cleveland? First, Golden State beat Cleveland. Then, Golden State lost to Cleveland last year. And then they went out and got Kevin Durant. Now, what's Cleveland going to do because they lost to Golden State this year? And back and forth and back and forth it goes. But, uh, You know, when we were in the eighties, we had the Celtics and the Lakers and we had the nineties, we had the Chicago bulls against everybody else. And we had some super teams then just the NBA seems to have a a couple of teams seem to rise to the, become the cream of the, the cream of the crop and uh, end up playing each other year after year. But uh, it's not bad because these, when these two teams get to the finals, it's spectacular. I mean, It was a five-game final, but it was a lot closer than that. Uh, The first two games, uh, Golden State won handily. I will say that. The third game, they got blown out. They blew the – excuse me, Cleveland had the game, and they blew it. Uh, And then Cleveland won game four. And then game five, they went back to Golden State, and it looked like it could be anybody's game, but Golden State pulled away. So we're going to see what happens with that next year. They're already talking about the New York Knicks. Carmelo Anthony may be going to Cleveland. He has a no trade clause, but a lot of drama, a lot of fodder for the uh, talk show pundits in sports. And we'll see what happens. Um, we also have this week, we've had the whole issue with uh, the attorney general being uh, in front of Congress. And it's just so bizarre where, you know, he's not answering questions and I don't know how we're going to get to the bottom of this quote unquote Russian probe because uh, it's like pulling teeth. And, uh, you know, it's a serious topic, yet a lot of folks who support the president say, you know, it's a witch hunt. uh, It's all about the leaks. It's not about Russia. It's all made up we're in a crazy place as a country right now. And I think a lot of it is about our consciousness. You kind of get, you know, you get the government that your consciousness gives you. And we've gone back and forth with our presidents from one end of the pendulum to the other. We had Clinton and then all the way we had, we first we had Bush and then Bush senior, and then all the way over to Clinton and to Bush junior, and then to Obama, the other side of the spectrum and now Trump all the way back to the other side. And, I really believe in uh, our consciousness as a nation is what's causing this turmoil and this division. And uh, we've got to all collectively start thinking positively because the more and more we think about us versus them, the more us versus them, we're going to get people uh, downplay or underrate the power of consciousness. And it really makes a difference. Uh, Studies have proven if you get like 80 people to think about world peace, it affects like 200,000 people. So if you keep your thoughts positive, and I did a meme on this today about, you know, being really careful with choosing your positive, choosing the most positive thoughts from your consciousness all day long. And I actually was inspired by that. I was listening to uh, on my iPhone. I have it on shuffle. And all of a sudden the track came up. It was about uh, from Wayne Dyer. Dr. Wayne Dyer, and he was talking about something similar to that and how important it was to really choose. You know, your thoughts go like the ticker tape at the bottom of the stock market uh, on CNBC, and you got really, you have to be careful about which thoughts you're going to l- latch onto. And uh, it's not easy to stay positive, but it's important because positivity begets positivity begets positivity. So we'll, I think we'll get more into that when we bring our guest on. Um, What else is going on Um, real quick? Oh, father's day. Father's day is this Sunday. My dad just turned 92. He's been married for 67 years to my mom. He was smart enough to get married on his birthday. So he would never forget his anniversary. Me, on the other hand, I got married seven years ago as of next Monday, June 19th, not on my birthday, which is in December, but fortunately I, I, been able to remember it each year, and uh, I remember it with uh, very good feelings and feelings of love, because uh, it was one of my, probably one of the best, if not the best decision I've ever made, uh, to get married. I, and to wait and to get married when I felt it was the right time to get married. And when I got married, you know, before I got married, I, I knew I had to make room in my heart for somebody else. And as soon as I knew I had made that room, that's when my future wife came into my life. It was as simple as that. And I remember the year before I met my wife, I told my mom I was home over one of the holidays and I had been single for so long that nobody even asked me about getting married or anything like that. So, But I said to my mom, I said, Mom, you know, I'm going to get I'm going to get married in a year. I'm ready to get married. She goes, really? To who? I said, I don't know. I haven't met the person yet. And she said, oh, okay. But I knew that I had made a uh, decision to make room in my heart to share with somebody else. And when I did that, the right things happened. Now I'm working on doing that with my work uh, to make room for the success I want so I can spread a positive message and help men and help the women who love them make this world a better place. So I have to remind myself, I actually was just thinking out loud that it's important for me to do that. But I'm doing it and it's happening. So uh, we're going to bring out our guest, um, Samantha Hall, in a moment. Let's just quickly uh, update you and remind everybody about what Guys, Guys Radio is all about. As I mentioned, it's a place where men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. Well, it all started with my novel, The Guys, Guys Guide to Love. You can get the book on Amazon, any of the e-tailers. It's in some bookstores, but uh, it's really the t- story. It's about love, but it's a novel. It's about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money. Some have called it uh, the male successor to Sex and the City, which I'm very proud uh, that of the great reviews I've gotten for the book. Um, and we are now on our episode, oh, around 230-plus episodes of Guys, Guys Radio, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Blog Talk Radio. All free. If you want to help us out, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, and we're on TuneIn also. You can also catch me and my blog and all other kinds of stuff about Guy's Guy on uh, Robert Manny, M-A-N-N-I.com, And you can hit me up on Facebook at Robert Manny Author or just me personally, Robert Manny. And also I'm on Twitter. And I also on Facebook and Twitter, I do a daily meme. I'm on my way to doing 365 of them this year. So I'm doing one a day, fresh out of the oven every morning at about 7 a.m. I post. And uh, it's a lot of fun coming up, with it, coming up with them. And I do have a process for how I come up with them and when I kind of lock it into my template. Uh, so let's take a quick break. And then we're going to come back and bring out our guest, Samantha. Hall. Okay. We're back. And now it's time to uh, talk a little bit about our special guest and bring her out. Samantha Hall, somebody, I, uh, you know, I found her online that she was doing a Facebook live thing. And, uh, I just, you know, I just, I like to have psychics on the show. Uh, I believe in, uh, that there's untapped that everybody has an untapped power for intuitiveness and psychic, uh, Quote unquote power, if you will, but uh, certain people are kind of attuned a little bit differently. And I find most of them are fascinating and uh, great people to know. And uh, there's a there's a huge amount of spirituality that comes with uh, psychic abilities from the people who are genuine. And I believe that Samantha is genuine and she's uh, triple certified and she's got great reviews online. She's also a Reiki master, uh, as I am a Reiki master teacher. And I'm also from the Asui uh, lineage. uh, And I also have done the Kundalini Reiki uh, training and uh, accreditation also. But Samantha's been she's called the sensible psychic. She's empathic and audience psychic medium. And as I mentioned, she's triple tested certified member of the Certified Psychic Society And she has clients all over the world, and she not only, uh, you know, informs them, but she she helps clients move forward with clarity and confidence. I've been doing her work for 10 years. Interestingly enough, she's a U.S. Army veteran. She's got inpatient, outpatient psychiatric services, social work, mental health, group addiction therapy as well. She's a combat medic, and it's interesting because tonight I'm going to do my guys, guys, guide after we speak with our guests. At the end of the show, I do a weekly it called The Guy's Guy's Guy. And I'm going to talk about Father's Day. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my dad and my experience being a dad. And my dad was a combat medic in World War II. So the other thing that's interesting about Samantha, she also, uh, she's a graduate of the Anastasi System of Psychic Development. She's an author and creator of se- uh, several uh, developmental courses, including, which I find fascinating, an animal communication course. I have a cat who actually came in uh, to sit here for the show. And then she, I opened the door. She went outside because uh, I think she might've had to use the facilities, but uh, you know, it's always very interesting to see if you can kind of get in touch with your pet because especially cats, they're so interesting. Um, so anyhow, her website is Samantha hall.com and psychic Samantha hall at Gmail is her email and she's on Facebook and I'm delighted to introduce her to guys, guys, radio, Good evening, Samantha, and welcome to Guys Guys Radio. Samantha, are you there? I can't hear you. I am having an audio issue. I've got Samantha, it says, on the line, but I don't hear her. Samantha, are you there? Okay. Um, I am going to ask if she can hear me to... uh, to call back to get off the line and call back because it might be something as simple as that. And I don't know if maybe she can't hear me, but, um, here I am on the air and I've been blabbing for about 15 minutes. Okay. She dropped the call. She's going to call back. Good. So that means she could hear me. That means you folks could hear me. So we always, uh, occasionally have these issues with, uh, guys, guys radio where we can't hear the guest or so- something or other, but, uh, Uh, We'll get her back on in a second. So as I was saying, she's got a fantastic background. She's really interesting. I was on her website today and she's got some tutorials on there, teaching people how to, how to uh, ground their energy, um, the importance of positivity and uh, managing your thoughts the right way. Um, And I just think she's, she's terrific. And I'm, Looking forward to getting her back on the line here. The number to call in for callers as well as our guest is 347-945-5834. 347 5834 347-945-5834. So we're waiting for Samantha to call back, um, and I hope everybody can hear me out there. It is now around 7:14, and uh, we're getting ready to. Uh, get into the meat of the show. So in the meantime, why don't I start on my guys, 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 guide for the week. Um, while we're waiting for Samantha to call back, I'm going to send her a, uh, a, uh, Facebook messenger note and, uh, see if I can get her to call back right now. But in the meantime, while I'm doing that, let's, uh, talk a little bit about what I was going to talk about tonight, which is, uh, you know what? It's, uh, it's interesting when you have a dad, because dads, in my opinion, the whole role of dad and how things work, it's so different than, than, uh, than being with a mom. Uh, I mean, the, the roles should be interchangeable, but I see them as complementary, where it seems like in every relationship you learn some things from a dad and you learn some things from a mom. And it's just, uh, I know from when I was a kid, uh, I was from kind of the old school, dad goes out to work and mom stays home and uh um that's kind of how it rolled but um nowadays it's uh nowadays it's a lot it's a lot different where anything goes it's just we live in a uh, a, a very fluid society now where the roles are interchangeable and uh and it should be that way but when i grew up my dad was uh my dad was like the guy. So uh, anyhow, I think Samantha's back. So let me see if I can get her on now, and then we'll uh, go back to the guys, guys, guys in a bit. Samantha, can you hear me?
1: Yes, Robert, I can oh, hear you.
0: finally. Thank
1: you. Oh, my gosh. I am so sorry. I am the world's biggest technophobe. And I was trying to use my headphones and, and oh. overcome that fear <laughs> and connect with you. And thought, I can do it. I can do it. And I could hear you great. And uh, something happened. You heard you me. You heard hear me, me
0: dancing. I was dancing.
1: Yes, I did. Hey, but that's no problem. You know, life throws us those little uh, <laughs> challenges every once in a while, and you just can't be scared. you got to find another way. And sure enough, you know, be prepared. Oh,
0: thanks so we got much. Got the
1: backup yeah. phone. So yep. as long as All everybody right, can hear me okay, we're yep. great.
0: We're good. So, so uh, let's start right at the beginning then. Um, how, uh, what, What? tell the audience so they know the difference between, a, like you're an empathic and audience psychic. Uh, just for the listeners, what what is that?
1: Okay, well, there are different kinds of uh, six senses, as you know. Just like you have five senses that are very different from each other, your six senses are the same way. You have sort of that um, they correspond with each other a little bit. So, for, as an audience psychic, I, I generally sort of hear that information in my ear, in my head. More in the head than in the ear. If you're hearing voices coming from outside of your head, we need to talk or we need mm-hmm. to send you somewhere. But that's sort of the way I get my information. It's sort of kind of hear it, and then that empathic side is that gut feeling, that 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 knowing in the in the the gut that um, that that you know what you're experiencing is accurate. Some people are clairvoyant, meaning they're very visual and they things. Some people are precognitive where they uh, know something is going to happen before it is. So being audience and empathic is just kind of like putting a specialization on your medical field, saying this is mm-hmm. the area I specialize right. in. But they all work together. You are not just one thing. You you use all of your senses, but you have some that are stronger than others. Like You may have great eyesight, but not great hearing. You may have, you know, so it works the same way in the spiritual world as well.
0: Now, uh, when did you find out that you had these, uh, the, the attunement or gifts, if you will?
1: Oh, I'd say probably when I was about 10 years old. That's kind of when it started. I would know things right before they happened. And um, and, and this kept happening over and over again. There was never enough time to validate the say, hey, mom, I think I'm going to find some money or I think I'm going to win that raffle that I just entered as they're about to pull the drawing. And over years and years of having this happen, I finally decided there has got to be a way to access <laughs> And, uh, then that of course led me to teachers and things, uh, that helped me tune into exactly what was going on. So it wasn't so random, but yeah, starting from about age 10, just having that knowing that little voice in the head that would tell you something back off that car in front of you is going to have a blowout. And then, you know, 10 seconds later it does. And, um, we just developed it over time like everybody else.
0: Now, do you find that this, uh, Uh, impacts like in your day-to-day life how does it how does it affect you personally like when you go in the supermarket do you see somebody on the next aisle and say oh my god he's got cancer or can you turn this on and off or
1: yes and i work very hard to turn it off and on because if you don't that's when people get overwhelmed or scared Mm -hmm. or nervous why do I know this about somebody I feel like I have to go tell them this and that's not the case, so over the years i I couldn't turn it off and on it just happened and it worked to my advantage a lot of times in the military. I would just know when we were going to have an inspection or know when I needed to bring something mm-hmm. with me that we weren't supposed to have uh, but um but day to day life yeah you just it's you just tune it in and tune it out as appropriate so you don't feel overwhelmed and as being somebody who's very empathic mean very sensitive very in tune to emotions and energies, I don't want to be picking up everybody else's stuff mm-hmm. unless I'm right. working directly with them. Kind of want to save that energy for when I'm actually working with someone. So you just learn techniques and ways to um, turn off and on and just to be more of a screen for energy, not a sponge. You know, naturally yeah. humans are supposed to be, mm-hmm. feel energy. We're just not supposed to let it overwhelm us.
0: Right. It seems like a lot of us, and my wife tells me I do this, collect like garbage from other people or just along the way. And uh, how important is that? And how important is it, if if that is true, to be able to, to uh, kind of detox yourself? And what, what are good ways for people doing that? Now, I live I in the heart of New York City and have been here for a while, and uh, I, I'm exposed to everything every day. So how do you yep. kind of keep yourself... Uh, you know protected and uh, not take on everybody's garbage i mean i go into the subway i'm a big fan of uh, paul selig's work and this, his latest book basically says you know if you if you recognize everybody's worth and he gives you a little technique which is i know who you are in truth i know what you are in truth i know how you serve in truth so whenever i get on a bus or get in the subway or look down the street I just send out this recognition of everybody's truth and I find that I don't feel danger around me. And if I do, I just move to the other side of the street or switch subway cars or switch my seat or just, just, I just naturally glide away from it.
1: Yep. Bingo. You've got it. You've got it exactly right. And, um, I look at it as sort of lint. I, I I feel like it's, I know you said it's energy garbage, and it is, but it's like when you clean your lint trap out at home in your washer mm-hmm. or dryer, sometimes there's just a little bit. Sometimes it's it's, it's a lot. And, and, and I just look at it as like we're walking through through the world, picking up these little bits and pieces of lint. And mm-hmm. if we don't cleanse ourselves off physically, emotionally, spiritually, frequently, it's going to get very, very clogged up, and you're not going to be able to move, think, breathe, or feel. So what mm-hmm. you have to do is each person has to find what works for them as far as sort of that energy cleansing for the day. Some people it's the simplest as getting in the shower at the end of the day and letting the water run over them and sort of visualizing it all washing away. Other people are very intricate as far as meditations and salts and and all kinds of other cleansing um, rituals. But I just tell people, use that consciousness every day. I've got a little... Mm A thing I do where I stand and just sort of envision myself sort of being a tree and grounding that energy out into the ground. It's simple. It's really what works, Mm -hmm. but it's what works for each person. But it is important to do this, and we don't need to walk around in this world fearful of Blocking off everything. Like you said, right. humans are supposed to be this sort of screen for free-flowing energy. If we get too much of a having to walk around in a, in a protective bubble, you, you, you sometimes lose the experience of feeling things that you should be feeling. So you've got, got to find what works for you, what makes you feel comfortable, protected, and like you said, honoring those around you as well. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is you're honoring their great energy while saying, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. anything that you don't want. And that's perfect. That was an excellent way to do it. But everybody finds their own way. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, good. Thank you. Um, we've got a couple of calls. Is it okay if we take a couple right now? Absolutely. Okay. The first one is a 917. <laughs> All right. We're okay. going to ask your callers, uh, just state if it's okay with you, Samantha, state your first name, uh, caller, uh, where you're calling from, and then your question for Samantha. So I'm going to bring on the first caller right now, Good evening, and welcome to Guys Guys Radio. Hello. Hello.
2: Hey, hi. <laughs> Hello. Hi, uh, Samantha. Hi, Robert. Uh
0: Hello. My name
2: is... Uh, hi. Uh, my name is Uni, and I'm calling from uh, New York City. And uh, my question is, um, lately I've been having um, some health issues where I seem to be prone to getting... Um, different types of like uh, throat, chest kind of infections, and uh, I'm really a very healthy person, and I was wondering if it was uh, kind of related to um, what I'm also going through in terms of with a career. I'm kind of at a a crossroads in my career where I want to change direction, and um, I was just wondering if you could give me some insight into um, what's going on with me right now.
1: Okay. And, and you know, I work in several different ways, but in this case, we're going to go straight to what I know to be true. And this yes. is uh, in relation to energy and how it affects or manifests in our physical body. What we've got going on with you is some difficulty basically speaking your own truth, speaking up for yourself, creating boundaries with the voice and drawing things to you with the voice as well. This is where you're getting stuck. Okay, does this make sense to you? Do you actually have the problem sometimes finding the words or saying
2: the things you need to say to people? Uh, Sometimes. uh, I guess in in the place that I'm working at, um, you know, it it is um, doing things that are kind of challenging, and I have to be very sensitive um, how I express things. Um, okay. So having sensitivity and how the information comes across is important in what I do. Okay.
1: And and you said uh, that, back up for a second. Somebody uh, spiritually, somebody walked
2: in and just uh. <laughs>
1: disturbed me for a moment. So basically, you were saying that that there's a a, a physical throat issue and then there is the um, spiritual issue that was on top of that case. Okay. I'm so sorry about that. Every once in a while, I make a concerted effort not to let spiritual pe- spirit walk in and disturb me, and this is one time I did not want that to happen, and it did, and it threw me off your question. So I'm going to go to <laughs> your guides, sort of. And hey, this does happen. Nobody's perfect. Um, I'm going to go to your guides and basically say, what does she need to know? Okay. Okay. And when I when I connect to your higher guides, as far as work, as far as as um, Career and even health issues go, they make this statement to me, and hopefully it'll make some sense to you. And that's the beauty of yeah. having something like this that you can refer back to the recording, because if it doesn't yeah. make sense to you today, it can make sense to you later. And their words are, You need to put your foot down. I am not oh. sure exactly how that, what that means to you, in mm-hmm. what aspect, but those are their exact words is She needs to put her foot down. So there must be areas in your life where you are not feeling like you are being heard all the way, that your words mm-hmm. aren't coming out all the way, and that you're really not getting actually all of the things that you want to get. And if you sort of physically and spiritually sort of put your foot down and say, I need this, a lot of mm-hmm. these things are going to shift energy-wise and change. So if you can mm-hmm. do that, you're going to see some forward movement in um, in all of the areas of your life, i 'm not saying that you will instantly get all better and all all you know viral infections mm-hmm. will clear, but mm-hmm. we do see a, a connection between uh, how we 're thinking in our consciousness and how it uh, even backwards or 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 segment thinking can manifest into the physical body
2: you know I, I I definitely can concur with that I'm just wondering if my guides have any more to kind of expand on Put your foot okay, okay. And,
1: and, and sort of well and this is multiple areas when we take a look at somebody we actually look I actually go in and look and say which area of life do you want to look at do you want to look at career finances love money uh, other things and um, I want to ask them hang on just give me a second I know when we're, we're doing radio we're a little bit short on time um, okay this, this is actually applies to multiple areas in your life. And this, mm-hmm. it's actually, okay, and they show me this in a very unique way, and hopefully you will understand this. They want you to take that insistence that I am speaking, I have something to say, I want it done this way, and turn it inward. There's something about you that sometimes... Mm-hmm. feels that other people have the final say in what is supposed to be happening in your life. And they want you to sort of turn that energy around and say, I am the last word in what happens. I put my foot down. I say this is going to happen. And this is what's going to happen. I know that's a little bit confusing, but if you Mm. meditate on it for a few minutes, it might make some sense to you. And guys speak to me as as they know you will understand them at some point. So I have to be able to interpret it the way the way they give it to me. So they want you to think about giving yourself power. I guess that's the way they want me to put it, giving yourself power, not taking no for an answer, not necessarily having to uh, dance around with words at work. And I'm not saying you should need to be, inappropriate at work it's just that mm-hmm. there is another way to get the information across mm-hmm. without holding the stress of having to say well i can't say it like that i have to be careful and say it like this i think they want i want you to I, put I your think, foot down yeah. and find the words
2: i think i okay. I'm, I'm i'm getting what you're saying i just have mm-hmm. one follow-up question i'm so sorry i'm taking so much of your time <laughs> that's okay robert will jump in when this time yeah. is, is uh, okay off. we
0: got time for one more go ahead Okay,
2: so, so my one follow-up question is how do we differentiate, and I think this is why I don't put my foot down, is how do we differentiate between the little ego self that says I want this through, driven through personality, which I think, I don't know, uh, maybe it's past lives, but I mm-hmm. have, ha- I'm more inclined to think that when it's driven by the personality ego self of the wants, then it's... Leads towards more pain and suffering than happiness and joy for all people. So I've got an answer to, for that. Okay, great. I've okay, got I can an can answer for me. that. This okay. is,
1: we're going to just, we'll cut to the chase here. This is your reality, pure and simple, just like Robert was saying what you think is what you create. And if you take, your, take a look at your life that way, saying, I think it, it comes into being, I created, I am the creator of all in my life through that unified connection with the universe, the one mind, God, whatever you want to call it, you put yourself in that creative center and say, I am the author and the artist and the creator of all, then you now value everything that you're doing. And by valuing what you're doing or what you're saying or what you're trying to accomplish, there is no more ego self jumping in there saying, is this the right thing or the wrong thing? You know that you are creating this. It deserves the value that you give it. So put yourself at the center of your own little universe and realize that as you create everything around you, You deserve everything around you. It's not an ego. It's not guilt. It's not, I don't know if I deserve this. No, you create it. You deserve what you create. If you create a beautiful painting from your mind and from your hand, nobody's going to come and say, you don't deserve that painting. That would be ridiculous. So it's the same concept holds true for creating things in your life. It's not you fighting against ego. It's you realizing that the self, the ego, does not exist. It is you creating things in your own life and you giving it value and you stepping up and saying, it's mine. I made it. Yay. Put my foot down. Okay. Okay. It's not that okay. yes. hard. Yes. Yes. Got it. Thank
2: you so okay. much. Ho- That's been a, uh, yeah. Yes, it's been tremendously we- helpful. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. Start Have a nice evening. You, start off, Thank you. You start off with a really deep ones,
0: don't you? <laughs> Absolutely.
1: you going to give me that whole, you know, when's my boyfriend going to call? And I will always take a look at those. When you ask me a question, I will take a look. We'll look at your path. We'll look at what's going on. We'll look at, you know, why this person isn't calling or what's in your way. What is What is creating this energy imbalance in your relationship? But, you know, the road is laid out in front of you, but it doesn't insist you take that road. There's a tons of different roads you can take. You're the one that chooses. But you, you gave me a nice deep one that would probably take me about an hour in, in session to explain. Okay.
0: <laughs> but anyway, I
1: like a challenge. I always do. All
0: right. So Thank you. Uh, we you, have that we you can, let's get to the next call. Okay. So we okay. have uh, 678 uh, who's been on hold for a bit. So I think that's probably uh, Atlanta. So let's bring somebody on here. Yes, it is. Well, welcome to Guys, Guys Radio. Who's calling and what's your question?
2: Hi, it's Kathy. Incorrect on Atlanta. Um, my question is, I have a conference call tomorrow with my attorney um, concerning um, a claim filed with my contractors insurance company for damages to my home. Um, and supposedly this is kind of their final offer, but it is it is not a good offer. It's not even half of what we've asked for. So I'm trying to see, is it truly their final? Um, is there any negotiations? Okay. Or are we going to have to file, go to litigation or lawsuit? Okay, so let's
1: let's take a look at this. As soon as you said the words conference call, I, you know, I try to connect to your guides immediately just to say where this is going. Their response is actually, this will go your way. Now, we, we would in, you know, regular regulation session have to kind of expand on that. But I do feel all things considered, it's not necessarily going to be the easiest road, but I do not feel that this is their final offer. I do feel like your attorney's. Are going to give you some options on what else you can do and how to take this forward Uh, as far as whether it's actually going to go to litigation or not that is not something I can see right now what I would do in a regulation session with you is really dig into what is the lesson here why are you being put through this what do you need to know but I do see this as sort of working out your way Whether you're going to get the actual top dollar or full value, I am not being shown that one way or another at the moment, but it's more about confidence and creation and making sure that you hold the proper energy for allowing this to go your way and sort of dropping any kind of fear as best you can that it wouldn't go your way. But they said, as soon as you said that, this will go your way. And I don't always have good answers for people. I don't, I mean, good, good meaning, you know, what they want to hear. Sometimes we do hear, this isn't going to go your way, but this is how we work around it. And But in this case, I feel like what they're saying to me as far as this will go your way is, all things considered, this will work for you, not necessarily against you.
0: Okay? Does that make sense? Okay,
2: um, all right. Can I ask a follow-up on that? Go ahead. If, we, if, we've got, if we've got time.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Uh, I'm sorry. Um, do you have any timing around when it will all be settled? Um, because I've been dealing with this for, like, ten months. It is just. Okay.
1: This is going, from what I'm seeing, all things considered, from what I'm seeing, this will be over and finished and done by August. What is the number forty eight thousand to you?
2: Uh, a settlement that I would take. <laughs> okay,
1: because <laughs> they're showing me the number four. Because I have no idea if this is a million dollar settlement or if you're in no, court for three grand. They showed me a forty-eight. They showed me forty-eight thousand dollars. So to me, it feels like keep focusing on that number or higher as far as your creation and your consciousness is concerned, and then keep focusing on that holding, you know, like I said, dropping fear and having, I guess you'd say, faith that this will go my way. We're not talking about perfection. We're talking about enough and getting what what we need out of this. Okay, but that's what they're showing me. They showed me forty-eight grand, so I was kind of praying. I was like, I'm hoping that's the number she can live with. Because, ouch! If it was a million-dollar deal no. and I said forty-eight, oh, ooh, true. you know. But I have to that's go with. I your, always your, have to go with what I hear.
2: And you're saying you, here because it's about sixty we act for. I would settle at okay. forty-eight. I'm I'm done. You, you know what I mean? They okay. have to give me a decent settlement. Okay. So All right. Will you keep
1: holding that positive energy? Drop as much fear as you can. I know it's hard to do. It's a process that we learn how to do over time, but if you can do that, then your guides are saying basically your road is looking like this will go your way, but you've got to do those things. Do not focus on what you're afraid of. Focus on what you want to achieve. Do that, and you'll be great.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Okay. Thank you, Clark. You're welcome. so, caller, I'm going to ask you if you could, uh, because you're both calling, both you and Samantha are on 678, and I'm not sure who's who. So, if you could hang up, then I will make sure I don't cut off our special guest. Sorry um, to ask I'm you. On the I'm on the
1: 431 number.
0: H- who is? Samantha?
1: M- me, Sam. I'm on 431.
0: Okay, great. All right. Thanks so much, caller.
2: Okay, so and I can Have stay a great on. night. Like Thanks
0: so much. You can stay on. It's fine. Okay.
2: Oh, thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Uh-huh.
0: All right, let's go to another call, Samantha. Somebody's been waiting uh, a little bit, so we're going to pick somebody up from uh, 646. Uh, okay. Hello. Oh, yeah. Good evening. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. Who's calling? What's your question for Samantha? Uh,
2: sorry, hi, hi, uh, guys. Uh, this is Terry, and I'm calling from New York City. Terry, hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Yourself? Great. What can we look at for you? Or do you have a specific question? Yeah, okay. So currently I am single, but my goal this remaining of the next, I would say, several months is to focus on myself. And um, I'm thinking hopefully uh, 2018 would probably probably be a good uh, year for me to start dating again. So I just wanted to see what my guides are saying about my love life. I mean, I'm not going to just date anyone, but I just wanted to see what they would have have to say.
1: Okay, we can take a look at that. And I like to kind of help people understand my process. And, you know, dating and relationships are a big thing. So I try to narrow it down and basically say, when should she start or when is somebody coming into her life? So yeah, I like. take a
2: look. <laughs> yes.
1: yeah. So, and and there, there's just so many different ways to look at relationships when we say mm-hmm. things. So, I want to take a look at this and kind of see which way they want me to, to go. And believe it or not, this a statement to you basically—I know you said you don't really want to start dating now, but they're actually saying start now. But it's not Ooh. really starting now as oh, get on the websites or things like that. It's really about. Again, opening up that energy and allowing people to come into your life. Okay. okay. And so if you start with the opening of the energy, doing the things that you said, you were working on yourself and that's great, you will have a people in your uh in coming into your life. I'll look at somebody as sort of like a uh, like a sphere around them. This is their energy around them and then I will look to see is there somebody right there waiting to come in, waiting for them to get ready to open the door, or do we see no one? For you I actually and this is sort of in that twenty eighteen when you really start getting rolling into being comfortable letting people into your life, you have got basically
2: a line of people
1: waiting to come into your uh, into your 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 life. So <laughs> you will not be for lack of choice when you mm-hmm. do Sit down and say, "I'm going to try uh, internet dating. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that." You will definitely not be for lack of choice in 2018, and part of that is because you are indeed doing the work you need to do to increase your energy to pull a proper match. Do you want to match somebody who matches you right now, or do you want to match somebody that matches the best you you can be? And you're saying, you know, the, the latter. So, But don't put off forever. Don't say, well, I'm going to wait until I'm finished finished work before I open up the door and say, please come in and let's get to know each other. (laughs) We are are always a work in progress. So they're saying sort of start now with that energy opening. But then in 2018, you will be so busy. As far as picking and choosing who you want to get to no, know, you're not going to have a problem. By 2020, I don't know if you are planning or even interested in remarrying, but they're showing me basically if you stay on this road, if you the energy the way that you are having it going, by 2020 it looks like there is a marriage.
2: So oh, nice. Okay. You
1: can choose to change that path. You can hang a left and get off that road if you say, no, thank you. I decided I don't want to be married. But they show you. They show me that that's where your energy is headed, a, a connection that is so good that you say, let's make this permanent. So, okay. So know that you're definitely in the right spot. But, yeah, kind of start now with the energy, but please do not hold off saying I'm going to wait until I'm all finished.
2: Okay. properly to All right. open
1: up the door because you've got people waiting for you, waiting to be part of your your, your experience. So with okay. that being said, you are on your way, girl. You, okay, it thank you. <laughs> oh, God, okay, thank Take you. Thank you. Okay, have a good afternoon. Bye-bye. You, you Bye-bye. have a wonderful evening. I get so excited when I see people working toward this amazing energy. And I can say, ah, oh, you're really doing it. It's there. It's That's right fantastic. outside your grasp. And not everybody is quite there yet. Some have to do a little bit more work, but that girl's on it. Dog on it. She's
0: good. That's great. That's great to hear.
1: With, with Let's, uh, She's trying to I, decide if, who she wants to date.
0: Okay. So callers, if, you, if there's more calls out there, give us a call. Again, the number is 347-945-5834. Uh, we don't have time for one or two more, if you can call in. Uh, until then, let's talk just a little bit more, if that's okay with you, Samantha. Uh, I know you do a lot of work with animals. And uh, I think, uh, you know, so many people love animals and they love their pets, uh, but they probably are not communicating with them the way the animals need to be communicated with. how that's true. How can, how, can, how can people be more uh, attuned to uh, getting in sync with their animals in terms of communication, whether it's, you know, animals outside or just their pets?
1: Well, first of all, people have to stop saying no. Basically stop saying this can't be done, this is impossible, because that is really the first roadblock. We tell ourselves no so many times in this life that we create so many no's that we don't even start recognizing them anymore. Everything's just a big Mm -hmm. no. So first of all you got to stop saying no and realize that this can be done. This is a consciousness to consciousness connection. Okay? It's pretty simple. It's it's your consciousness to theirs. And when you start opening up and realizing how uh, connected you can be, it becomes easy. One of the thing, ways that people do this is by reaching out to somebody like me. And I've never seen you. I've never seen your animal. Sometimes I work from a picture. Sometimes do I do not. But when I turn around and tell somebody everything they know about their dog, personality-wise and all kinds of crazy things, validating what they have been feeling forever. Oh, my gosh, my dog is not diva. Oh, it does this, it does that. <laughs> it, it reminds them that you, they are indeed connected. It, they, sometimes you just need an outside perspective to say, oh, my gosh, I thought it was just me that thought my dog was like this. I'm like, no, this is what your dog is communicating with you. And then at that point, people can stop saying no and just start tuning in and listening and listening and believing what they are experiencing or what they are connecting with their animal. It's people like to make this world much, much harder than it needs to be. And Mm -hmm. connecting with animals is not hard. And oftentimes I will tell people start with an animal communication class before you even do psychic development, because there is something intrinsically, um, uh, Uh, full of relief when you connect with an animal when you sit there and try to connect with a person you know you fear judgment and ego when we teach people how to connect to animals they know that judgment and ego is not going Mm -hmm. to be there and it helps them start to um have some have some faith in what they're listening to but it's, it's not hard all you have to do is tune in and listen and then um you just learn to trust what you're hearing from your animal. They have personalities just like people. They don't always communicate as well as you would like them to. Just like you or I, if I go up to you and I say, how are you doing? You might tell me, Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. But you might tell a stranger, or you might tell your best friend, Oh, this hurts, that hurts or whatever. So Uh, Building a rapport with animals is is important as well, especially if it's not your own. But know that Mm -hmm. we have some animals out there who are very stoic and don't like to complain. And others are total divas. But (laughs) I forgot your question. I'm so busy yakking.
0: No, I just know is, about uh, how people can – th- no, I think you answered it very uh, concisely, and that is, uh, you know, how can people do a better job in communicating with their animals? Because uh, I don't know if they if – they, if we if we are as sensitized to uh, the fact that what animals how, – how smart animals really are, and from a consciousness level, they are our equals uh, in terms yes. of, you know, energetically, we have to respect them as living creatures, that they are, you know, from the same – Source and uh so therefore, they have a lot of abilities that we probably don't um uh acknowledge in, uh, in them validate in them, uh, but if we did, we could probably have better c- communications with our pets and even when we're outdoors and we see birds and squirrels and horses, I know you work with horses a lot, and they're yeah. very smart um that i'm I'm sure humans can do a lot better job and I was just asking, is there some ways and which you answered that uh, people can do a better job so
1: Yeah. Well, you think of them as your furry, four-legged family members. Okay. Mm -hmm. A lot of people start there. This is my baby. These are my fur babies. Okay. You've made that statement. That's great. Now let's take it one step further. You then say they are my fur babies. They are part of the family, and I can hear them. The thing is, we just have to learn to hear differently. Everybody wants to think that animal communication is like Mr. Ed. Or he just mm-hmm. talks, and you hear. They communicate, and through that consciousness connection, just like uh, those who crossed over, and and anything else with the consciousness. They're sometimes their words, sometimes their pictures, sometimes it's feelings. We have to teach people how to tune into those higher senses, so they can connect with the animal. Because if you've got an animal right. that's very emotional, and you can pick up the emotion. If you've got one that's very physical, then you can pick up the physical. So. Basically, all you have to do is not say no. You have to realize that they truly are a furry family member, and then you have Mm -hmm. to start using that connection or understanding the way you receive information the best. Think about in life. Are are you a good listener? Are you a good Mm -hmm. speaker? Are you a good performer? Which one are you? And then when you know what your strong suit is, then you can use that to connect with your animals.
0: Got it. Um, let me change topics real quick and then we have, I have one or two more questions and then we can talk about, your, you know, your services and your website and all that stuff. But, um, you know, there's a lot. I watch Gaia TV a lot and I do a lot of readings and I uh, reading and I I have a lot of different guests in the spiritual area in the wellness area in the psychic area and as well as relationship experts, et cetera. And I'm hearing more and more and more about, uh, you know, disclosure and about something that's uh, going to happen in terms of, you know, whether it's a solar flash or huge waves of energy or things that are going to kind of upset the apple cart, so to speak, based on where we're going as a civilization. What are you, what are you vibing with uh, in terms of that whole uh, uh, concept, if anything?
1: You um, know, honesty, I try not to worry about it too much. Again, I take a look at when people, I'll realize that things are a little bit crazy in life at one point, and then someone will say, oh, we're having all these solar flares for the last week. I've been feeling tired, too. I just sort of roll with it, realize that this Mm -hmm. is part of the cosmic, uh, uh, I I, I don't know what you want to call it, higher vibrational frequency change, Mm -hmm. our shift in consciousness. So I just try not to be scared of it and say, I'll just roll with it when the flares come, when this comes when society changes even upheaval in in social society and world right now try not to be overwhelmed by it again the more we focus on something the more it becomes real in our lives in one way or another so as far as as different things that are coming forward everything from you know alien disclosure which is is amazing to me i just find it fascinating to solar flares to, to to social upheaval, I just say you gotta roll with it. You you've got to find that comfy place in your consciousness and humanity, and not mm-hmm. be not, not be scared, not go into a turtle shell. You've got to be part of of the 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 change, the energy. What is that saying? You will be the change. You mm-hmm. you've got to be part of that, or else you will just become fearful and then manifest more fear or more things to be fearful of. So I'd say. You know, I know it's super simple and, you know, very pedestrian, but I'm like, you got to roll with it.
0: Mm-hmm. You, you can't be you. overwhelmed by it. Got it. You know, okay. You
1: live in that huge city with all those people. And I told myself at one point when an opportunity was possibly coming up for New York, I thought, how am I going to handle that? All of that energy. And I thought, you will. You will. Mm-hmm. Just roll with it.
0: Yeah. Got it. Uh, that's, that's great advice. Um, okay. We've got a couple of minutes left and I want to get into your uh, website and your services. Let me ask you a question since I'm the host and I've been listening to everybody else's questions for you. We've been talking and I know you do some, uh, you know, audio audience work. Um, I have been, I know you don't want to know too much about things, but you know, I've been building through my, as you probably heard in my introduction, I've got a novel, I've got this radio show, I've got a, Screenplay, I've got a TV series, I've got scripted, non scripted TV, I do my blog, I've been working, 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 building uh, what I have and my message, and just like to see uh, if there's any advice, uh, what uh, things I should know about what I'm doing and uh, prospects, etc.
1: Okay. Well, first things first, when I, you said novel, and as soon as you said that, you know, you can't see this, but I've got, I scribble and I write while I'm doing that. You've actually got novel number two inside you. Are you aware of this? Are you actually working on it? And it has yes. to do with your personal life as far as um, relationships, your current marriage, things that you have understood sort of second time around. Does this make sense? Is this something um, you're you're currently aware of?
0: Well, you know, uh, it's interesting because, uh, you know, when you write a novel like my first one uh, that was published, uh, you know, it's not about me per se, but it's, you know, it comes from me. And I have a yeah. sequel mapped out. And then, but I keep having something kind of chewing on me. And I've been told by other people like yourself that, you know, you should be doing something more of a spiritual type book. And I don't know if it's a novel. I don't know if it's nonfiction, but there's something else that... um yeah should come from I believe my personal experience but I have to take the ego out of it because everybody thinks their life's so interesting but it's not really about your life that's interesting it's about what you learn and can you yeah. put that into non-fiction or fiction to empower the story so to speak
1: yeah this is something that really I, I know this is, is kind of generic but the answer will come to you you just haven't quite have the experience yet, that epiphany moment of exactly uh, what you're supposed to be writing, but it is mm-hmm. there. You're coming up across it. And the reason why, from what they're showing to me, is all of these other projects that you have, they're sort of intertwining with each other, and they're starting to roll around together and look like this plate of spaghetti. But if we start pulling on one end and the other end, they actually are going to uh, straighten out. We're trying to do a bunch of things at once, which...
0: Well, I lost in that very imp- – <laughs> I was dying to hear what Samantha had to say, but somehow she dropped. So I'm going to ask if Samantha is still listening or her peeps are still listening, if she could call back so we could – I want to get the rest of her thoughts on that. It must be pretty powerful that uh, she got pulled off the phone, and um, we'll get her back on um, <laughs> because uh, we were right in the midst of – I was getting something good out of that. And here she's back again, so let's get her. We left off at the plate of spaghetti. That must have been some positive, yes. some powerful guides getting involved yes. there.
1: This is, and I don't know <laughs> how many spiritual people you work with, and it doesn't happen to me very often, but I do have friends in the biz who cannot use a cell phone, anything electronic, <laughs> they blow through mics. It's crazy. I just thought, thank you, guys. I asked for help, but this is not this is This is the deal. You've got a lot of different projects that are out there. It's a matter of determining right now which ones are you putting energy into. It feels like there's a little bit of energy going into a lot of different things. It may be time to even temporarily focus on one promotion at a time. And I'm not saying, oh, you're spreading yourself too thin or anything like that. It's just they want you to look at one thing at a time, and by doing that, you will come around to the understanding of exactly what book number two is supposed to be. Book number two feels like it's actually more for you than for other people, and they want me to basically remind you it is supposed to be for you. So maybe if you start working on it from a perspective of, this is what I need to write for me, not for other people, then it will come out as exactly what it needs to be and not necessarily even ever be published. But it is something for you in the healing process. So let's do it like that rather than Mm -hmm. what do I want to give to others because you give, give, give to others in helping them. This might be the moment that's sort of the Robert moment and the Robert writing and it may never be for anybody else, but it still does need to be written down. But it does, like I said, it is more personal, and like you said, it may not be as exciting as other things, but it's what needs to be put down on paper. You, again, you have, uh, what, the, what was the huge thing that happened to you 2012 and into 2013? They're showing you 12, 13, and I thought, wait a minute, it's, 2017 so they're making me go backwards to say make him look at the events of late 2012 into 2013 what were the epiphanies what were the big dramas what were the 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 learning things and for some reason meditating on those events is going to help give you direction on where you need to go now and then, as you move forward into eighteen and nineteen, two thousand and eighteen and nineteen, this is when you really start to step up and you really start to shine. I'm not sure what it is, and admittedly, I'll be honest, I did not do research, I did not look at you. I did not look at anything that you've uh done before getting on this show because I didn't want to know. I did not want to the mm-hmm. um, sure. ego to jump in and say, oh, I already know he did this. This is what his book's about. I don't know. Um, so this is what they're showing me. So I don't know if you've done television. I don't know what you've done. But I feel like in, in, in um, end of 17, 2018, and in 2019, we start seeing more and more of you. Now, not necessarily in front of the camera, but I feel like it's more uh, production mode either either producer or director kind of thing of things that you want to get out there in the media i do believe too have you actually made a connection with the guy mtv have you reached out to them because i feel like you will actually be making a connection or possibly even doing something with them in the near future as well
0: with what what, what, with tv in general or did you say mtv
1: the, the guy mtv
0: Oh, Gaiam TV. TV. Oh, uh, yes, Gaim I have TV. not. I But my wife keeps okay. telling me that's where you need to go. And uh, okay. I do well, have a friend who is friends with the uh, head of Guyum.
1: Okay. So there is something that you will be doing in that connection. And it doesn't mean you're going to be producing, you know, mm-hmm. huge TV. I don't really know what it is. It may be just the start of the connections in the mm-hmm. right direction, those little breadcrumb trails that lead sure. you to the – the learning moments that you need, but there is a connection there too. So that woman knows what she's talking about. <laughs> 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 yeah, you need to listen to your wife. No, she's, um, but she's, she's on there. That's, that's it for that. And then, um, your guides to, not that this has anything to do with, um, with, with work or career, but your guides are very, very out loud and telling me that they want you to, how, how do I put this? Um, I have to put it like the way they do, and I always say don't shoot the messenger. They're telling you you need to watch what you eat. So I don't know what your, your 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 diet is like or what you like or what you don't like, but for some reason they are saying that attention needs to be paid to uh, what, what you're consuming. So if there's anything in your life that you feel is not good or uh, it's time to make a change, that's entirely up to you. But they seem to think that this is important. So um take that for what it's worth If my guides tell me to change my diet, I just tell them to shut up, but it doesn't get me very well. No, you know what?
0: uh, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, 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 2014, I was out for a run, and I had tremendous pain in my side, and I've always been super healthy. And I found out I had a kidney stone, and then I also, when Mm. I had the CAT scan, they said, oh, you have a small growth on each kidney. And I had work done. I had robotic surgery 2014, and it came to through with flying colors. And uh, okay. and then after that, I decided that, you know what, uh, Western medicine is great because they know how to take things out but nobody could tell me how I could prevent something like this. So I went okay. through one of my guests. I got connected to some experts in the Ayurvedic medicine area, and I just did a program, uh, and uh, they pointed out all the things where I had emotions buried in different organs and uh, dietary change. And, I, you know, I haven't eaten meat in uh, eight years, and uh, I have a pretty, pretty clean, I'd say I'm in the top 10% of, diets. I mean, I don't eat bad food. So I guess I have to eat even more. uh, Go ahead.
1: Well, no, this isn't a warning. This isn't like, oh, you need to change or else. It's there's something that needs to be tweaked, changed, added. There Mm -hmm. may be something that that you've been leaving out that you could actually bring in. And there's also the emotional Uh aspect of it. Is there anything I'm doing that or leaving out or even incorporating that makes me feel deprived or what what is going on? I know a lot of people struggle with their diet and they, they, they do things they don't want to be doing. So it's right. a matter of looking at what's going on in the diet, not necessarily a, uh, a warning or you need to change. It's, there's something that could be different to make it more balanced, to make it happier, even maybe more supportive, maybe even time to take out one you know, let's let's just say, you know, replacing one vegetable element with something new or different that now can benefit your body a little bit differently, and and the the two two ingredients may have similar uh, mm-hmm. content, but uh, but then we have one that the body accepts a little bit more. So just spitballing, like like we might uh, let go of broccoli but bring in kale or or mm-hmm. some new vegetable that, makes that you wouldn't. Sense. And it's just about the body going, hey, we've had enough broccoli. We could process the same nutritional uh, content out of a kale or out of something else a little bit better. So that's kind of like watch your diet, check your Mm -hmm. diet, things like that. We never do anything from a place of fear. It's just about, uh, about knowing that there's room for change and growth, even if it's on a lateral level. Not all mm-hmm. change and growth comes Got from a, in in a forward level. So, mm-hmm. but if they if they say it, then it must it's it's important for me to give it to you because if they're talking about something, I'm like I don't know you from Adam. I just tell you what I'm <laughs> being told. <laughs> so, Fantastic. So, well, thank you. We very. Never, never want to scare anybody.
0: No, very helpful. So thank you. Um, Let's I know I've had you on for a while. And I want to thank you for your generosity with your time, Samantha. And I'm really glad I've had you on the show. And I hope you'll come back because I think you're really nice and fascinating. Um, Could you tell our listeners where they can find your website and you and your services and anything else you want to uh, talk about?
1: sure i'm in the metro atlanta area i actually have an office in canton georgia that's a little bit north uh, northeast of the atlanta proper but 95 percent of what i do is over the phone which is uh, readings i even do distance energy work as well if you're not in the area which is just as powerful as being in person mm-hmm. um you can reach me at my website super easy to find me trust me i'm not hiding it's, uh, it's Samantha-Hall.com. All uh, connection information is on there, including my phone number, my email. Email is super easy, psychic Samantha Hall at gmail.com. Same for Twitter and Instagram, psychic Samantha Hall. If you can't remember that, we need to do some energy work on memory. So it's pretty easy. And everything that you need to know, including some frequently asked questions, some videos, uh, are, gonna be, are on the website. And it's about to be updated with a bunch of easy downloadables for uh, seminars and classes. If you can't make it into Atlanta, you're going to be able to do a lot of the things that I offer online as well. But I book appointments seven days a week. I work internationally too. So if you've got listeners that are outside of the United States, we generally do Skype. I mean, I even even work with the 12 hour time difference in Australia, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, we always manage. But everything you need to know is pretty much on that website, samantha hall.com. And
2: Fantastic. look me up
1: and then find me on Facebook as well, Psychic Medium Samantha Hall. Every Friday night, I do a free hour. of of readings just to give back, and then actually this Friday I will be down in Atlanta at the Bill Lowe Art Gallery doing a special charity reading event for a young man who is going off to the World Pride Music Festival in Spain, so if you're in the Atlanta area, you can find that information on my Facebook page, Psychic Medium Samantha Holmes, and come see me in Atlanta.
0: Fantastic. Well, listen... Thank you so much for being on Guys Guys Radio. Um, again, you were a great guest, and I hope we can do it again. And uh, thanks to all the you know the people who work with you. They were very kind and cooperative, and uh, it's been a blast. So I'm really glad we met, okay. and I, I can't wait to talk to you again. So uh, be well, and thanks so much for being our guest.
1: Okay, thank you very much. We'll talk to you
0: soon. All right. Take care, Samantha. Okay, everybody that's our special guest samantha hall you have all her information um we're going to do a real quick guys guys guide and then i'll then i'll close out the show uh let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back and we'll do guys guys guide okay we're back uh guys 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 as i mentioned this sunday is is a uh, father's day and uh you know there's two parts to my story and my father is that uh you know, now I'm a dad. And I'm a dad late in life. And my dad was a dad early in life. And uh, he traveled all the time. I didn't get to see him that much, but he was a good dad. And we, you know, we clashed like son and dad do all the time. But he taught me uh, some of the big picture stuff, how the world works, how people are, um, the fact that I had to cut the lawn all the time uh, and He demanded my loyalty to him, just like Donald Trump. (laughs) Just kidding. But, you know, you can't. They say you choose your dad coming into the life. You choose your parents. So I guess I chose him for a reason. And he's a fascinating guy. And now he's older. He's 92. And uh, he's he's slowed down considerably. And he has a couple of things going on. And I'm going to go take my son to go see him tomorrow. And that's always a thrill for me. Uh, and I even named my son, gave him uh, the, my dad's name as his middle name. So um, I think my point is everybody has a different relationship with your dad. And I, I had some battles with my dad. I remember one time he came, he, he never came to my little league game. My mother used to go and I was a good ball player. And uh, the one time he came to a game, the one and only time I was in uh, the the very, uh Kiwi type league. It wasn't T-ball. It was the next level where, you know, you pitch the ball and hit it and everything, but we're about seven years old, I guess. And I was pitching and the umpire, they had a problem. They couldn't get an umpire. And my dad instead of just watching the game volunteers to umpire and he wasn't a real baseball fan or anything. So I'm pitching and he's the umpire. And I remember a kid slid into home. It was a close game. And I wanted to win because, you know, when you pitch, you you really want to win. And uh, he, he actually asked the kid who slid into home on the other team, were you out or safe? And the kid says, safe. And my dad calls him safe, which made me go ballistic. And then at the end of the game, I had, I think there were bases loaded. It was a three and two count. And he called ball four. And uh, I walked in because of that, the living run, the w- winning run. Well, we didn't uh, get along too well after that for a while. And uh, I just wish my dad hadn't. Volunteered to umpire. And I don't think he understood the sensitivity of where I was and how important baseball was to me at that time, but we got through it. And I remember when I was having some tough times, when I was in my thirties, I was having some tough career stuff, kind of getting bounced around a little bit. And my dad, all of a sudden I got a, I got a card in the mail. It was from my dad. and It was a photo on the front of the card. And it was a kid standing in front of a crowd and it was shot from behind just a kid holding a violin and they opened the card up and it just said, believe in yourself, love dad. And I kept that card for about 20, 20 years. And uh, it, I'm, I probably tucked it away. I probably still have it tucked away someplace, but it meant a lot to me. And, uh, and I realized that my dad was sensitized to how I felt and my feelings and who I was and probably saw part of him in me. And so you got to cut him a break. You got to cut your folks a break. And overall, he's been a good dad. Now with my son, I notice that sometimes my son looks at me in the eye and like, why are you, why are you getting angry with me, dad? Or don't you understand that now it's time that I get a video? Or I don't want to wear that shirt. I don't want to go to bed now. And he has a little bit of a battle of wills with me, and it's kind of like the same thing. But the difference is that because of how i changed my career i have actually more face time with my son now in these early ages and i'm an older dad so i'm really blessed by that um so i want to do as good a job as possible but it's not easy it's not easy for a uh, older guy like myself i'm like old guy but older dad to deal with a young son um in the early stages uh it's 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 a challenge but it's also rewarding and there's so much love there so You know, the whole concept of being a dad between father and son, um, I don't know how it is for daughters. I don't have any daughters, but I'm sure it's the same. Uh, There's a connection there. And I know some people have real bad issues with their dad, but I think you got to make the best of it and say, "I, I chose my parents before I came into this life. There must be a reason. What are my lessons? What am I learning? How can I process and make this all about Ultimately about love if you can do that. I think everything works out because love's not really the answer to everything. Love is everything. So um, We actually have one more caller here, but the show's over. So I'm going to say to the 203 caller that I apologize, but our special guest has left for the evening. So I'm not going to be able to take your call. So that's it for today, tonight, folks. Next week, we're going to be back um, with uh, J.M. DeBoard, who's got a book on uh, Dream Dream Dictionary. We had him on about a month ago, but I didn't have the new book yet, and I've got it, and I've been going through it, and it's fascinating, so I invited him back. So next Wednesday, we've got J.M. DeBoard. He's a fascinating guest. He's the Reddit owl dream expert, so we'll see him then. I know we've done a long show tonight. I want to thank everybody and say, like I always say, Remember, guys, guys, finish first.